Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiya, before we get into this podcast, please consider joining us on Red Men Plus. We have tons of amazing content coming out every single day in both podcast and video form. So get over there and sign up today. Now back to your podcast. Hello, everyone. It is the build-up show. Uh, Champions League returns. Liverpool return. And I return too, alongside Dan Club and Mick Moran for this one. Uh, we're going to be taking on Rangers Tuesday night. Yeah, we're going to dive into the shit show that is Liverpool Football Club in a moment. Um, but uh, before we do, I just want to draw your attention to the fact that we are closing in on 500,000 subscribers. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed, we have been on a monumental journey the last 12 minutes. We're heading in on 13 years on YouTube, which is absolutely unreal. Um, but yeah, we're very, very tantalisingly close to half a million subscribers. So uh, if you listen to this on Acast or on Spotify or on I, whatever people listen to on Apple things um, then you can come over and subscribe just to get us to there if you're on YouTube and you're watching you haven't done so already then yes uh, click that uh, subscription button and if you want to click the bell as well then why not be notified when we go live and all that good stuff but yeah the road to 500k we've got some massive things coming up for you guys uh, and as mentioned ahead of the show uh, we've got to sign Ibrahima Kanate Liverpool home shirt which Chloe uh, nearly ended herself sprinting to get him <laughs> to sign for us and for you uh, so yeah we'll be giving that away when we reach the milestone of half half a million so yeah let's get us there uh, some of the cool stuff as well which we'll reveal when we cross that threshold right um yeah Dan um, the the limited consolation to the last couple of days is that when we were shit in August, we had to wait a week until we played. Now we've only had a couple of days to really sit and stew mm. on it. I like how we found that minor positive out of all this. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that coming in. And I sat down and seen that, and I thought, yeah, that's that's something. I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's the counterpoint of what we were saying in August. Was oh, we've got, God, to, wait we've got to wait a week till we put this right. Yeah. We've got to sit and, 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 and yeah, yeah and the, demonstrate. The flip it. side of that is, I sat here about this time last week saying, oh. Yeah, we're boss when the games come thick and fast, and I can't wait for this. And we normally get out of these sort of periods smelling the roses, and away we go. And Saturday kind of said, That's not going to happen this time, is it? Uh, yeah. But yeah, listen, you are right. A few days of stew on it. Players should be wanting to put it right, I guess, straight away. Jurgen Klopp's obviously just done his press conference, wasn't happy after the game Saturday. You know, the players should be chomping at the bit to get back out there, I guess, because it is only a few days ago and Anfield nice in Europe. It's all there. Yeah, and it, exactly, this is this is the thing, isn't it, Mick, is that it's Rangers now. It's Rangers back-to-back. It's in it's ideal that there's a lot of other things going on, which we can, we can discuss you know, as much or a little detail as we fancy, but there's no escaping. It's six points there. You know, you've, you've got to go and get six points against them, but 
there is a little having that extra juice around it isn't ideal at this time, particularly the fixtures that have got around the Champions League games as well in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I, I, t- I take Dan's point. What we what are we doing if we can't sit here and say? You know, Liverpool playing the worst team in the group at home isn't a game that Liverpool should be have a, have a favourable chance of winning. Then we may as well all pack Yeah, it's just one of them. Like, like I said, the game's coming thick and fast. Should suit us, but at the moment in time, we're just like dreading the next game, which is not not ideal. But uh, like I said, Rangers, yeah, two games against them in a row, so it should be six points. But just the way we're playing, you're not going into it thinking. This is a banker where it should. Where, I mean, like I'm saying that in the nicest way possible. A banker. We should be beating Rangers, but the the form that we're in at the minute, you're looking at it going. We need to just be starting the game as well because at the minute, like first 20 minutes against Brighton, like oh my god, yeah. like just absolutely mm-hmm. car crash footy, and it needs to change whether it's tactically or just like absolutely just doing something that just wakes the players up a little bit. We need to do something. Listen, if it's part of the grand overarching masterclass to uh, stop teams from parking the bus against us because they may as well just attack us because they'll win uh, <laughs> or at least draw, um, then this is great. You know, we put it into play now, though, if that is the case. Yeah. Can we stop giving this <laughs> yeah, false yeah. sense of security yeah. and start yeah, doing yeah. it? Though. But that's the thing about this game for, for Rangers. What... I guess the hope is I don't even know where the hope is at this point because I wouldn't mind a team just parking the bus and doing nothing against us and because it feels like forever since we've had that sort of task everyone's kind of coming at the go at us this season yeah. and I don't see why Rangers won't do exactly the same thing Dan they, they, they will put best foot forward and try and get something from the game yeah 100% with it. yeah well could they should do because it's a bit of a free hit for them in many ways obviously you want to touch on their form if you like in inverted commas Um they have had a hammering for the first two games. I mean, their form in Europe prior to this group stage was actually really good. They did well to qualify, really. They beat PSV Eindhoven in the qualifiers. That was an achievement in itself to get back into the Champions League proper after years. But yeah, there's no reason for them not to come to Anfield and have a right good go because obviously they've seen our frailties. They've just won 4 0 in the Scottish Premiership on the weekend. Why not? Like, they should just come and have a right good go at us with nothing to lose because realistically, the chances of them getting out of this group are done and dusted already. Mm-hmm. The group's that difficult, it looks like, now already, and it's that sort of tight between the top three that that third place looks like it might be gone for Rangers already, as silly as that is to say. Yeah. So they may as well come to Liverpool and have a go at us. And in previous areas, I've said that's the best thing possible for us. I love it when teams come and have a go, but now it fills me with a little bit of trepidation, <laughs> like you say. Yeah. So it's a difficult one. Yeah, no, and, that, and that's, the, that's the thing where Liverpool have to be extra careful with them, is that a Rangers team with nothing to lose or nothing to play for, but pride, and they're not there yet. This might be more relevant for next week, mm. Mick. But if in those kind of situations, those kind of environments, Liverpool are the, just the biggest scalp going in this for, in this for them because so what they get knocked out the group. You know, ideally, yeah, they'll want to end up in the Europa League if possible. But if they got the Champions League, haven't got back into the Champions League after after donkey's years, yeah. and they've managed to land one on Liverpool, that'll almost be seen. And you know, maybe for old school Rangers fans who want more, but for a generation of Rangers fans, this will be seen as as, as a as a huge moment in the football club's history. Yeah, it's a, it'll be a victory for them in itself, like you said, because they're they're not going to get through on the on the face of things in terms of where they are in the group at the moment. But yeah, like I said, Liverpool just need to. Sort themselves out, like you said. Rangers will just come here and be like, "Well, just copy what everyone else is doing." Like balls, long balls at the top, find the gaps in the in the midfield, like everyone's been doing. And um, I, I imagine they'll come out and try and do the same to us, like everyone else has been doing. Because like you said, like you said, both rightly said, they've got nothing to lose. They might as well just go for it. And we've got to try and figure out how to, we're going to start actually playing footy now because we've had a massive gap. We thought the Brighton game was going to be the game where, right, this is where we're going to massive break here. 
been training on the training field, players back from injury, you're like, this is where we're going to kick on. It's like, what's going on? What's no. going on? So it needs to happen at some point. It's just waiting for that game where it's going to happen. Well, and we kind of thought we'd done it. You know, we thought we thought Bournemouth was going to be it. We mm. thought Ajax yeah. was going to be it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing that leaves you on such unsteady footing when you're talking about these games is that we're dead right. We should be sat here going, oh, well, we're going to piss. We'll piss this because it's Rangers. And let's be honest, Rangers are crap. Mm. You know what I mean? And they're not. You know, the second in Scottish Premier League, a couple of points off the top only because one draw difference between them and Celtic. Yeah. Obviously, Gerard got them up and running. Giovan Broncos has done a brilliant job kind of continuing that mm -hmm. on from him so when I say the crap I mean I'm not in the pure banter as football you know let's have a bit of disrespect for disrespect sake yeah. sense but what I really mean is there's a gulf in levels between being second in the Scottish Premier League and being where Liverpool are at in the Premier League, mm -hmm. generally speaking, less so this season. <laughs> um, this should be a game where Liverpool turn up and it and it probably will be. Mm. Um but what's been lacking from Liverpool is or not not been consistent enough from Liverpool down it's just that that desire to win, you know, mm. we've got we've got Arsenal to come, we've got City to come. We, I think, we'll go into those games. You know, you want to go into those games fully pumped and fully motivated. Mm -hmm. But I don't know whether it's just me, but I feel like there's a sense of like, if we just do, if we just go through our general motions, we'll win most football games. And there's enough evidence to suggest this season that's just simply not the case. No, one hundred percent. This is a game where sort of, if everything had gone to plan, even on the weekend, we could have been looking at rotating players, maybe bringing some players out from the cold, getting some minutes into some legs. Can't afford to do that right now because every game at the minute, a the result is crucial in terms of the group. There's no getting away from that. But b in terms of like confidence levels and shit, even in the fan base, like we're talking here, like little bit of worry, a bit of concern about how we're playing and even going into a game whereby these Rangers, they're, they're not daft, like the fans aren't stupid. They're a good side in the Scottish Premiership, but there are levels to this and the calibre of players, even from the Europa League last year and the exploits and that were brilliant. But when you go to Ajax, Napoli and then a bigger step up again, what should be to Liverpool, they're aware of where they are in the pecking order, you know what I mean? So there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, in terms of Liverpool perspective, Every game now, we're almost looking at it going again, that false dawn thing. Oh, it needs to kick into gear there. Will it kick into gear here? It has to happen this time. And we've got to go, jumping the gun again, strongest 11 because of that. Yeah. Like, realistically, I would have loved to have seen us make some changes and ring some rotation. Can't do it. Well, we, we've clearly started from the weekend managing for this run of games. That's the reason why Shimakas comes off. That's the reason Henderson comes yeah. off. It's not because they genuinely thought James Milner was going to no. make a massive impact playing from, playing from left back. We're trying to see our way through it. A tight, a tight run of games, but you're right. This we're, we're in danger of being at that point as fans. Where I don't give it, we don't give a shit for the, the welfare of the players. Yeah, at right, this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Care yeah. more about the welfare of the players when we're winning. You know, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but at yeah, the yeah. minute, yeah. I I totally agree with Dan. Is that Liverpool just need to need to, need to win? Need to worry about these other things. But need to earn the right to, to be able to worry about them. And you can rotate a bit more when you've actually got your season up and running. Yeah, and it's a vicious circle, like you said, Dan. Like uh, you want to play these players every game, but then. They're not playing well anyway, but then mm -hmm. you want to give them a rest. But we're not winning any games. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, you're, you're yeah. constantly in a vicious circle. Like you need to, these players need rest. Like quite a few of them, to be fair. But we just can't afford for it to happen 100%. at the minute because we we need we need points on the board. Champions League, we need points on the, on the board and on the Premier League as well. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just one of them. We need to yeah start strong against Rangers and then obviously the the, the away leg is going to be the away game is going to be even more difficult at their place, but. Yeah, it's just trying to manage these games because there's a lot they're going to come thick and fast, aren't they? But we just need to try and find a way of how we can rotate it. Obviously, like you said, the, the Milner and uh, the Milner change and whatever that was obviously pre-planned. I don't think it fit in with the, how the game was going mm -hmm. in terms of like maybe gave us a bit of a 
I don't know, it didn't, it didn't help our momentum, I don't think, in terms of what we were trying to achieve in the Brighton game, but in terms of, like, obviously trying to keep players fit, it did. It did work in terms of, yeah, trying to keep players' legs <laughs> at least half full. But um, mm-hmm. this one, we need, to, we need to go again and hopefully just, like I said before, just start the game well. It's the, it's, the worrying thing for me is, like, we're saying, like, basic, very basic things here. Like, just start the game well, just yeah. put a tackle in early doors, get the crowd going. Like, just stuff like that, that needs to happen and it's... Not happening as, at the moment. No, it, 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 that, that, that's right, because it's so obvious. I mean, think back to the Arsenal game at Anfield last season. It's just a Klopp and Arteta. It's a bit of a clash, and yes. all of a sudden, Anfield, Anfield's a light, and that really adds to it. But you're seeing, like, Spine Copper coming out and saying, like, well, you know, let's get everyone in, let's get the flags and bars. It shouldn't need to be said. And, and I actually, I, I, the problem is, is of course, is I, I don't think it's... I think we, everyone needs to pull together. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that the old Holy Trinity and all that kind of stuff. But most of it is coming from the pitch. It's the players, you know, and, and I think Klopp recognises that as well. He said yeah. that in his past. You know, in the past, we we the, the fans can help get us over the line and they can drag us through the shit at times, but there are certainly, it, it does stem from the footy. It stems from seeing that those lads on the pitch are giving absolutely everything for mm-hmm. you. I was just baffled at the weekend, you know, like, because we start, I thought we started okay and mm-hmm. it was one of them where it was like, oh, oh we're down, oh, we're a goal down, oh, well, never mind, oh, we're two goals. It was, yeah. it was just, it, it didn't feel like we had an idea how that came about to us mm. and you know all you want to see in, in when it worst comes to worst is a lad's going out there and fighting and dying for the shirt and look it's, it's Rangers it's got all that there for you laid out hopefully that's just that extra edge because I would worry if we were playing any number of the fourth teams in the Champions League you know for you know if we were playing I mean not to be but like Victoria Plitzen for example I would be a little bit concerned about our levels of motivation for this one whereas yeah. it being Rangers should be that Mm. That's something. You are right though, because Jurgen Klopp in the past has delivered these call to arms in the build up to games, like any game. But that's usually when the players have been doing the business on the pitch as well, and he wants that extra sort of ten percent from the crowd if he can get it. Like the crowd at Anfield, we all know can be hit and miss. To be honest, domestic European tends to be a big swing in that. Mm-hmm. But for this one, he hasn't really done that, and he hasn't done it all season because I think he knows, like you rightly say, it's not really the the fans are doing their bit. Like we're there, we're supporting these lads. Nobody's yeah. really getting on the back. It's the players aren't giving us anything really to get yeah. behind of yeah. any notes, like other than the Bournemouth game, which seems to be the outlier, really, doesn't it? In terms of before, we've had a couple of late winners here and there, that great moments, but in terms of performances. There's nothing really more the fans could have done. It's the belief that's fading. That's the hard, That's the hardest part, and that's very mm. hard to recapture. And it's, look, it's recaptured by winning, uh, win three games back to back. But I thought I was quite shocked by the game at the weekend that how many people again poured out of the ground before before injury time had even even begun. You know, we're not that many weeks from Newcastle. We're certain less weeks to Ajax. We're two late wins at Anfield mm. in the last in the last month month. And I thought there would be something there, but it. it that that's what that's what they need. We need to be careful of. Liverpool, obviously, fans need to stick around. There's always going to be. I'll, I'll level this out. There's always people for whom we will always leave early. There's always going to be those people, and whether it's a minute or two, I don't agree with leaving. If there's five minutes of injury time and you leave them a minute before the ninety, six minutes is, is far too much time to get yourself out the ground. I'm sorry, but you know, but there's. There's not there's not an excuse for that many, and that that falls down to belief, and it needs to be down to fight. And again, it just needs to be for me. You've just got to demonstrate that these lads are going to run through a brick wall till mid, from minute one till minute ninety, whatever, and make that that this is what this is what this represents because we're going into the two probably the two hardest fixtures we're going to have before Christmas. Um, 
around these Champions League games with Arsenal and City and if we haven't got belief going into them games you know we're already behind them in the league they're already behind them in form there's going to be a, there's going to be a huge it's going to be even more riding on that game because it's going to be exacerbated by our own fears yeah, and it's, maybe this is just like a, a little change we need, like a change of competition. Uh, Champions League, get get obviously under the lights at Anfield, get the juices going, and obviously hopefully get a good performance, good win, and just make those little tiny baby steps. Because I think Klopp referenced it today. He was like, it's not, it's one of those that we need to just keep working, and it, it wasn't like referencing any drastic changes. It was more like we're just going to keep doing the same thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. try and make us a bit more rigid, a bit more. Yeah, not just slice through yeah. us so easily like, we've, like like teams have been doing. So obviously we'll hopefully start to see signs of that and make us a little bit better defensively, which will then in turn make us better going forward because we won't be picking the ball out of the back of our net like every yeah. 15 minutes. But um, yeah, we just need to, it's just those baby steps we need to keep, obviously keep doing. And uh, this is obviously is a, is a big one. I think the Man United, Man United game was the first time after the game where I was like questioning like the, the work ethic and the desire and it was yeah. like I can't believe that I'm, that's the thing at Old Trafford after, well, after the game which is, is mad well it's, it's, it's um, lots of people have been talking about it but the intensity just hasn't been there no. so far this season and that's the I talked about before that's your barrier for entry to this Liverpool side if you don't work hard you don't get in the team mm-hmm. whereas people are getting in the team who aren't working hard you know and ev- but everyone's collectively got to do it and all it does is it, it, it you, you're ruining the players who do because all of a sudden you're chasing down lost causes. I mean, you mm. saw the the, the, the equalising go for Brighton. It's like Salah putting a press on gets it kind of wrong. Yeah. But all of a sudden, we come the house of cards comes crumbling down because it's systemic. It's throughout it's, it's throughout the entire team that needs to be reborn, and then trust that the rest will come on come on top of it. Um, the only caveat to all of this, of course, is that it, look the, the finals in Istanbul, uh, which is a thing that's definitely somehow <laughs> weirdly in our favour. And I, I was saying to Chris as we were walking away from the ground um, at the weekend. It's got a bit of a hallmark of like Chelsea, those Chelsea seasons where they start off trying to do something different under a manager and it doesn't work. But by the back end of the season, they kind of go back to their old way of playing and then lift and normally lift the European trophy at the end of it. Now, I'm, I, hopefully, we can do that whilst keeping the manager in position, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with the mixed point there that you know, it being Europe, it won't feel, it doesn't feel different to us. But it will feel different to the players. It's a different. It's a different vibe. It's a different tempo. It's a different atmosphere, and hopefully, it's something that plays into our hands. Right. Um, we're going to be discussing, discussing who starts for the Reds in a little bit. But we are sponsored by Betmate, uh, who have kindly jumped over to the midweek Champions League for us this week to give it a little bit more juice. Uh, they just, we decided Brighton was boring. Uh, who knew? Um, <laughs> so we're going to be doing it for Reds this week. But we're going to be picking our teams in part two. But before I'm just going to keep everyone updated on the concept and where we're at in our head-to-head league table thus far so we've basically got me Steve uh, and Chris going up against the guests the two gentlemen with me are going to be picking their team for the Rangers game later on um, have we got the league table Simon yeah there we go um, so Payjack rules the roost at the moment 236.5 points uh, I'm in second place on 226 uh, the guest account is currently in third on 223.5 and Steve propping up the table yet to win a single penny uh, in Betmates uh, 215 points Payjack leads the way with 45 quid so far followed by me on 16.15 the guest have picked up 15 uh, and 8 pence um, basically the, the broad stretch of the game is you download the app you log in 
if you use the code Redman5 to sign up as well, uh, you pick your seven-a-side team based from, in this instance, it's the one game. And again, it's weekly play as well. So you can go in. You've got to, you can only have a maximum of six from, from, from a given team. So you've always got one other player in your, in your starting team as well. So it is fascinating. We'll do more where, when we do pick through our team later on. But yeah, that is that. Is that. Hopefully I can catch up to Chris this week. Um, short break. Trivia question before we do that. I want you guys to name the three Premier League era transfers between Liverpool and Rangers. Answer Christ after this. Hey, you wonderful podcast listener. Get back to the show very, very shortly. Just want to give you a heads up about our merchandise store, redmenmerch.com. Go over there, check it out. Some amazing t-shirts, books, gifts, absolutely everything you need for the Liverpool fan in your life or indeed just to treat yourself. So yeah, head on over to redmenmerch.com. Check out the amazing products that we've got on offer. I'm sure you'll love them and I'm sure you're going to love the rest of this show too. Okay, so I asked you the question before we um, we went to the break. Uh, name me the three Premier League era transfers between between Rangers and Liverpool, um, I think you've managed to get two, two of them. them. Yeah, who are Danny Wilson? Danny Wilson um, was the last player to transfer from Rangers to Liverpool. Ryan Kent. Ryan Liverpool. Kent, a seven point five million transfer from Liverpool to Rangers. You missing one? I think I've just oh, remembered that. Is it Ben Davis? It is Ben Davis. No, I'll never remember that man. Yeah. No matter what he does, I'll never. Bless yeah, him. God, yeah, of course Absolutely it is. Absolutely yeah. bless him. Yeah, it's funny because we've just literally been going like, Vignor, is it Vignor? Vignor, Vignor. Who didn't transfer directly? He'd be the play for both. Um, but yeah, Ben Davies, who yeah, is, is a current is the most recent thing to happen. Never obviously played a senior game for Liverpool. What I thought was just out of out of interest because um, they're the transfers directly. But in terms of double agents, there's tons. You know, we've, this is our first competitive game against Rangers, mm. but there's loads of players who've played for both. Charlie Adam played for both. Eladji Diouf, I had no idea there according to this. Ovi Ajari, we knew John Flanagan, of course. Obviously, Ryan Kent has mentioned. So Tirios Kiriakos. Played for Rangers, no idea. Jordan Rossiter, of course. Shea Ojo, Graeme Souness, Greg Vignol, as mentioned. Mark Walters was actually the the second most recent transfer from Rangers to Liverpool. That was back in '91. So there was a gap between between Danny Wilson and and Mark Walters that takes you all the way back to there. So yeah, quite a few players in there. Really interesting stuff. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, right, sound, yes. Let's dive into it. Uh, injuries. So at the moment, uh, Jones, Cater, Ox, all still out, Cater and Ox, obviously the long-term ones, no one really knows what's happening with Curtis Jones, it keeps getting mentioned, um, Robbo is still out for this one, slightly better news, which was, remained true for last weekend's game of course, but uh, Calvin Ramsey is in training, he is a real footballer, he's real, He we might be able to see him play football at some point, that's very exciting, uh, Ibrahim Kanata, Jesus, uh, is back in training, it was a bit of a surprise then actually, that he wasn't even on bench mm. at the weekend which I guess kind of leads you to think they're just being extra careful with him hopefully it's not a recurrence because we saw that with Jones who was in the Derby squad yeah. and then disappeared always either the week before and then he missed out the Derby squad the point is yeah. fingers crossed it's just they're making sure that when he's back he's back and yeah. no messing around no I think that is the case you don't want to sort of bring him into the squad get him involved at all and then have anything even minor happen he's so important to us in terms of being able to rotate and being able to use him and we've seen last season and we've all said it the games he was involved with tended to be the more important bigger games quite frankly he was involved in sort of the business end of the season so you don't want to take any risks when it comes to him it'd be nice to see him involved here you get more substitutes on the bench obviously in Europe you get allowed to name 12 and obviously still allowed five allowed to use them it'd be nice to see a bit of him because we have definitely missed him it's amazing to think we haven't actually seen him this season it was a Strasbourg pre-season friendly he got injured and he hasn't kicked the ball in anger since yep. um, as for Ramsey this would be a really nice game to get him minutes in wouldn't it because obviously coming from Aberdeen wasn't it and um, Obviously, will have played Rangers quite a few times in the past, so yeah. will be good to get him involved. Um, and it's a he's had a tough start, obviously with injuries. Never nice to move to a new club and, and not be able to get hit the ground running, if you like. But with the whole Trent thing, like I'm not suggesting for one second there's a, there's an argument to drop Trent for Ramsey, but he would have got minutes. Like we yeah. definitely would have seen a fair amount of him between now and the start of the season. So there's an opportunity there, but. Yeah, I think just sort of bulking out this squad and even some of the lads you mentioned there is really important for us. Uh, that's it, because where we're at, Mick, is, and this is what I hoped would be the, the point going into Brighton, is lads are back now. They've had a bit of a break. You mentioned before, extra time on the training ground, all that stuff. But we still saw the limits. You know, Jordan Henderson doesn't come off in that game and, and, and Costas don't come off in that game under normal circumstances, but they are being protective of certain footballers. They're kind of having to be, you know, Hopefully now with another game under the belt. <laughs> Fucking hell. I, can hear, I, can hear, I hear myself say it. I do. I do. I genuinely know I'm sorry. I hear I hear I hear what I'm saying. I understand. I do. I do. Red tinted glasses and all that kind of stuff. Um but yeah. <laughs> Fucking fuck it. We're in. Um the the, the the excuses of what I what I'm kind of driving at, the excuses are dwindling here. You know, this lad, every, people are closer to speed. Jota should be ready for this game now. Henderson should be fully ready for this game now. Simicast has had a little bit of a rest as well, so we've managed to take care of him. There should be no one that we shouldn't be able to call upon as much or as little as we need them to, who of the ones who we know are available. Yeah, and obviously Diaz, uh, Nunes and Jota all start on the bench, didn't he? Because obviously Klopp said that he'd been told basically not to play them yeah. or not to start them. 
them anyway. So yeah. they they are all in contention to start. Especially that this is a big game for us. We need to we need points on the board in the Champions League. So um, this is a this is a good one to, to get those type of players in. And like you said, it's, it's a shame we haven't got Robbo and um, obviously Ramsey's back. I don't want to imagine he'll maybe he'll come he's on. Not the last. Starting. He's not no, starting. He's not starting. But no. it would have been nice to have two like Scottish fellas on on the on the flanks in a game like this. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just for pure like give him another week. Just for pure quiz <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, a, for a quiz question about fifteen years like yeah, which yeah. which two fullbacks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just, yeah it's nice. To have people back, like you said, Paul. So we just need to like get these p- players back up to speed as quick as we can. Like Jota being back, huge. Nunes obviously still hasn't played that much, but he's still getting a load of shit online basically because he's he coming on, making being well, a. Look, but Liverpool are the crisis club um, at the moment, so everything is exacerbated, yeah. and our own emotions are part, are part of that, of course, because we all acutely feel it. I honestly like the, the the thought of having to come in and talk about Liverpool is just like it's just like oh god because I, I need Liverpool to win because yeah, I, yeah. I, I hear it in my, I'm, I'm saying things I'm having to go through it's like rewinding the clock a decade mm. where you're going oh well if, if they just work hard at all, you're clutching come, for something aren't you yeah. all the time and it's yeah, easier yeah. to clutch when you've got Klopp and it's easier to clutch when you've got world class footballers which is the significant difference yes, from now yeah, to yeah. a decade ago but like it is, it's it's hard graft. We just need Liverpool to win football matches because it's so much easier to talk about things when they're when they're doing well, that. Not only that, we haven't done it for so long as well. Like we have been so fortunate and so blessed to have Jurgen Klopp and this brilliant squad of players that we haven't had to have many of these conversations for for a few years now. The early days of Klopp were we could almost see what he was trying to achieve, and we allowed that period of grace because he was new and we could see something coming. Like I say. So we didn't really have it then. It was way before that. It was Hodgson, dread to say it, Hodgson and even Rodgers to a certain extent sort of years where Barry were like, we're having these conversations, we're just clinging on to any little bit of hope that we possibly have. And you are right, it's a lot easier now with Klopp because he's got a proven track record of being successful with us. And he's also got a proven track record of guiding us through these tricky periods. Like We all remember all them games we kept getting beat at Anfield in the Covid year, which wasn't real footy, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> but even then, he managed us to guide us through and he, he he looked you know, utterly depressed throughout it all and quite rightly so for lots of reasons by the way but he guides us through that and obviously the Allison head and we managed to get third and I think that gives us a little bit of hope as Liverpool fans because he's done it before uh, yeah and also because a lot of people are making this whole seven year thing with, with, with Klopp yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas I, I, the experience the final year at Dortmund is an experience that he's gone through as well yeah. and having the courage and convictions to, to, to stick it out and find find a way through will be a big thing one thing I'm seeing I, I want to get your, your thoughts on this I'm seeing a lot of people talk about change of formation um, now we've just gone through a month of people saying we need to move to 4-2-3-1 now everyone's saying we need to move to 3 at the back mm-hmm. um, thoughts Mick? I mean I don't see it Klopp doing it it's definitely it's definitely an option. I mean, on paper, it looks really good. To be fair, you've got yeah. throw Van Dijk in the middle. You've throw Matip on the left and Canate on the right, and I think that'll be really well do really well. But I just don't see. It doesn't seem like a Klopp's type move. It's more it's more of like a the slightest tweaks he likes to mm. do in a four three three or to a four two three one. It's it's more. He likes to have that midfield more stacked out in the defence. Obviously, he prefers a four at the back. He doesn't really prefer a five at the back or a it's, three. So, it's my my overall issue with the change of formation thing. It implies to me that you know you fucked it, mm-hmm. and you're telling the world you fucked it, and you're also then moving to a system that you've not played before, and it's nowhere therefore you're nowhere near as versed in it, and all the work you've done up to that point is lost mm-hmm. effectively. Yep. 
because you're starting from scratch and you're starting from scratch in the middle of a season. And Brendan Rodgers did this in 14, 15 when mm. he moved to three at the back and he went three, four, three. And we had a little spell where we were, we were better. But then it got figured out. And when it gets figured out, you actually can't get better than that because your opponents almost know how you play better than you know because mm-hmm. you're not at the time on the training ground to work it out. So I'm, I'm, I agree with Mick in so much as I look at it and go, a Matip, Van Dijk, Canate, back three. I mean, you're not getting a better back three in terms of you know, height and pace and mm-hmm. quality than, than that. And it makes sense that it gives Trent less responsibility defensively. But I don't know, it feels like the teams that play three at the back are teams that are just... And same with 4-3-3-1 for me, and not, just teams not good enough to play 4-3-3. Now, you could argue we're not good enough to play 4-3-3 <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of where I sit on you, it. You're 100% cold, yeah. But Jurgen Klopp is not the type of person, character or manager to sort of throw the baby out of the bathwater because of this, in my opinion. He's the opposite of that. He's One of his traits, in my opinion, is his stubbornness. And we see it when he makes even just incorrect, not incorrect, but like debatable team selections yeah. he won't change it because he believes the team he's put out is the right team and then his substitutions leave a lot to be desired sometimes we all question that we sit around here we do it so he's not going to change formation for the because of this little period um, and in my opinion rightfully so I get listen those three centre-backs you named at world class each individually and it would be an incredible formation for lots of reasons but I think your point Paul in that the problem would be you're doing it mid-season and then when it wasn't quite working, it wasn't quite going your way, all the minutiae we have with the 433 have been able to sort of in-game just tinker things. We wouldn't have that with this new formation. This would be sort of like a carte blanche. That's what we play now. Yeah. What we've done for years and years to develop, this is how we react to this situation, that situation. You can't do that now. Yeah. Like It's just not possible. And Nobody sort of saw this coming and Klopp quite clearly didn't either, but he's not about to sort of say, okay, well, we don't do that anymore. That's not his style at all. Yeah. No, that that's the thing is that we forget and it's it's easy to look for sweeping changes when things aren't working mm. and it might be the right look it might ultimately be the right thing but it's it's yeah you what you lose when you change those kind of things and it's like when you make loads of signings as well and you, you have lots of chain in your squad it's the imperceptibles you lose it's those yeah. fine margins and look as I say, we we feels like we've kind of lost them already. So I can totally empathise with the idea of well, if we've lost them already, we may as well put ourselves in a formation that gives us a bit more defensive stability. But yeah, I think I always feel like, and I think Klopp will feel like he's close. They're closer to figuring it out in what they do. As we talked about, it's an incremental change. It's a slight tactical shift. We'll get them up and running rather than having to make a wild one and then and then and then build again from scratch. Yeah, I mean, like we said, on paper, it would look, it would be very tasty to watch. I think, like Canate being the right side of a, of a three and just being boss like he always is, because he always covers that side of the pitch anyway when he plays mm-hmm. in, in a four anyway. But uh, yeah, it's going to be like, like you said, Paul, incremental um, changes. And I think it's it's one of those that once we start, it's, it's simple as once we start playing well and, put, and put, picking up wins. Obviously, this will all be forgotten about because yeah. it, it's it's a confidence thing as well. It's yeah. a confidence thing, but it's an energy thing. There's a lot of a lot of things mixed in there. But it's when we start getting players just start putting the ball in the back of the net, then we'll start be like, well, we, we know where we're going with this formation now. We can we can decide it ourselves in game a bit better because when they when they're struggling, it seems like everyone's head just go like you said with the Brighton equaliser. It was just one movement. Everyone was just like basically just fell over, and it was like, yeah, but you might as well score now. Well, because it's, it's, we, a, it's a negative cycle, and it's all linked. Because you, stuff you mentioned there, this team loves fighting through the pain, mm-hmm. but when it when it's not working, 
you 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 will psychologically go. Well, what am I putting myself? Why am I putting myself through the pain? I already hurt. Why would I go? Why would I go deeper? You know, if he, oh, he's he's not. I don't think he's pulling his weight. Well, why should I go a little bit more? And it's what it's like. It, there's a chicken and egg style to it. Like you need to kind of win. But in order to win, everyone's going to pull together and hurt more. Mm. But in order for everyone to pull through and hurt more, they've got to know that it's going to work. So you've got to have some wins under your belt in order to in order yeah, to do yeah. that. And yeah, that's yeah. what Liverpool are fighting against. And the longer it goes the harder that's going to be to recapture, but hopefully Rangers is a good place to, to start. I want to just get from you, so who do you think from the weekend has to go again? Um, Dan? Well, I mean, Virgil van Dijk, yeah. for a start. Obviously, Alisson's at issue, and he was one of the few to come out of that game with sort of any sort of resemblance of a performance, if you like. Um, but yeah, van Dijk's our Trent. We've already said with Ramsey, like he's closer, but he's not He's not ready, so he's got to start again. Would there be he? something in here? Because it is it is Rangers. Joe Gomez. Yeah, yeah, Gomez or, or Milner. I know there'll be eye rolls at that because there always is. But, yeah. you know, we actually do now have, especially if Canate's back. Because, by the way, just, just the last point on the three at the back, we don't own enough centre-halves to play three at the back. No. Because <laughs> given how robust our centre-halves are, mm. having to play an extra one every week is just a recipe for fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. disaster. We're, we're, we're minutes away from Nat Phillips. There's nothing wrong with that because I love Nat Phillips. He's but not, we are, he's, we he's are not far away. To play yeah, yeah, top yeah. level. Like, but, the yeah. uh, you know, consistently anyway for Liverpool. But the, the, the trend stuff... Yeah. We have finally now got the ability. It's not Calvin Ramsey, but there's options. Yeah, there are options hundred percent. I, I would put him in the category of having to go again. Um even for his own if it's a fitness thing, that's a different conversation altogether, but I'm not sure it is. I think it's a mentality thing. You've just both spoke about confidence there, and I think a huge part of Trent's problems in a minute are down to confidence. Um and for me, I would be asking him to go again and again until it starts to happen for him. Genuinely, and I know that sounds crazy. It's almost like people are having a, a mini go at Klopp now for just saying, oh, we ask him to take all these risks. We don't mind the danger of what he does. And it's kind of the way we play, and it is the way we play. And me saying, I'll just wheel him out until he gets good again. That's a little bit simplistic, but yeah. I would in this. I'd say, you go, get a performance under your belt, and then we're going to see the best. He's that good. We almost need to coax him into being as brilliant as he is again, in my opinion. Just yeah, just it's like what if a striker's not scoring, you just you either take them out for a bit and put and put someone else in, or you just play them into form. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's hard to see like someone who's very much out of form. It's hard to see them getting back into form again because you're like you're trying to make that leap from how good they were to how bad they are now. Yeah, and you can't see how that's no going to happen the, so yeah, shortly. Yeah, yeah. You've but, got to trust world class players to work it out because that's how they've gotten to that stage mm. of their careers. And the problem is, in this game, the change of formations exactly. These are just they're like stock cards that everyone goes to when things aren't working. Yeah. And look, we've been Liverpool fans for long enough to remember plenty of times when it stopped working and it never it never came back. But always like play the kids, change the formation. Mm. Do it's always something wild. There's no one there who's remotely good enough to cup to you know remotely close to Trent's ability. Who plays right back? No. I think Gomez might be you know it's a completely different style of what we're doing. He can come in and do a really a really really good job there. Mm-hmm. It's far too soon for Ramsey. So it is. I, I agree on the Trent stuff. There's yeah. a degree to which you just go, mate. You, you maybe there's a twenty minutes off more now because that's what we were doing with Robertson. Mm-hmm. You know, actually Gomez will come on for the final 20 minutes of the game and that's where you're going to get your rest for a couple of weeks but that means that you've got 70 minutes there to go and give absolutely everything and mm-hmm. they, maybe that will be another thing that just eases the burden because yeah. you don't want to cut your nose off to spite your face so well and good go, right, we're going to give Trent a game off but if it totally capsizes what you're doing for what are you doing? What are you doing it for? He actually does need to figure it out for himself because if he can't figure it out for himself, then he, they will not. If any of these players can't figure it out for themselves, then maybe they're not as good as they think they are. But, yeah, but they are, so they will. Mm. So you do have to 
go again. Yeah. yeah. The real problem isn't if we keep Trent off and where does he get his form from if he's not playing, quite frankly? It just doesn't happen, does it? And Simicast is another one who goes again, doesn't he? Because yeah. the Robertson stuff. Um, the midfield's interesting because obviously yeah. Thiago played the gate the full plays the full game doesn't he or pretty much yeah, the, the, yeah, the um, obviously Hendo gets a little bit of time I wonder Mick whether there's a case here for Fabinho to come out because I think he's been and I love Fabinho and I hate saying this I think he's been shit this season <laughs> like, I think he's been really bad I, th- I thought he was great in the second half against Ajax and I think that's been about it for him this season yeah, it's it's one of them. Like like you said, like the the goals we've been conceding, you, you're always looking like around that area, and obviously Fabinho does cover a lot of a lot of ground. And when the other midfielders and the attackers aren't doing the right thing, running at running at the right triggers and stuff, it, it, like you said, it's a pack of cards falling over, and it, then it makes the people that are quite vulnerable anyway. Even when we're in, even when we're in good form, we can get countered. Fabinho can can make do something wrong or be in the wrong position and they can score. So when we're obviously playing bad and drawing games, losing games, it's obviously highlighted a lot more. But I agree, it's not it does look like he's running in tree hill sometimes and I th- feel like it's one of those like where you could bring him out, throw Hendo there and just maybe yeah, give him a little break. But then it's like we're saying with Trent, does it then send the wrong message? Like you're trying to play someone into form. Um, and you're trying to give the managers trying to, and the coaching staff trying to give these players confidence to go right. We need to fix this. How are we going to fix it? And then you go, oh, by the way, you're not playing tomorrow. Yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. it's it's like one of them. What do you do? And it's like either way, it's, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. If Trent and Fabinho are on the bench tomorrow, it's like well, they've been took out because they're not playing well. But then both, it's, I just think they're both suffering tremendously from the fact that there's just no understudy. There's two things. There's yeah, no understudy yeah, yeah. in terms of rest. But there's no understudy in terms of challenge. No. You know, Fabinho's got no, you know, and it's different. You know, Liverpool bring in many in the summer, and all of a sudden there's a guy there breathing down Fabinho's neck, mm-hmm. and that, that's the thing. Where Jordan Henderson, you know, we brought in Oxley Chamberlain, and he rose the challenge. Genie Van Alden, we brought in Cater, mm-hmm. and, Ox- and and they rose the challenge and they kept their places. Yep. Their levels went up for having that real challenge. And again, it goes back to re- recruitment, which look, we can't sit here and you know lament too much. It's done now. The decisions have been made. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's got to be someone there to 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 give these lads a kick in all kinds of in all kinds of different ways. And Fabinho and Trent are the ones who I think have most heavily suffered because, yeah, they they, they both look. And I I'm, I will just trust it's a bit of mental fatigue and coupled with physical fatigue because they're both brilliant. And I don't think they I don't think either of them are deliberately going well. Fuck this. But I I wonder whether this is a game where you tell Jordan Henderson you right Jordan's playing in the six here. Mm. It, but it does open the question of who's then. Who's then the right-sided midfielder? Is it just Harvey, and is that enough for this game? Possibly. Let us know if you're watching live. Let us know in the comments. We're going to pick our 11s in a moment. Um, we're going to pick our Betway teams next, but we have got a super chat from uh, a guy called Robbie Brown, uh, who says, I'm a Scottish Red, and Rangers have been bizarre to watch this season against talented ball-playing teams. They struggle to keep up with the pace. Good. Well, let's, <laughs> if we can if we can go back to being that, then that bodes yeah. that bodes very well for us. Um, right, gents, you want to get your um, let's get, let's let's pick our betmate team for this week. So yes, um, for those who want to get involved, download the betmate app. Um, it is a five pound game, five hundred pound pot for Rangers this week. You can scan the QR code to get on. You can use the link in the description underneath, or you can just search betmate um, in your in your whatever app stores. Um, You've done this through you here, Dan, but we will we will be translating this to the yeah, uh, to, fine, to yeah. the Redmen team as well. Um, 
because but to be fair the guest teams have been going really well so you know you, you're probably not doing a bad thing by uh, calling upon the wisdom of the, wisdom of the crowd yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah the rules are so you pick a goalkeeper two defenders two midfielders two forwards and then your bench we can only have um, six of the seven be Liverpool players so goalkeeper pretty obvious yeah yeah. I think so Alisson Becker yeah easy defenders Let's have a look who we got well are you gonna stick? Are you gonna go with Trent? It's Trent's always the tap in here, isn't he? Like we should be. Yeah. Is he still? Ooh. I don't know. You know. Go on. I don't know. I think we. I think we go uh, Virgin Simicas. I reckon. Costa Simicas. If you go, if you, if in fact, if you, if you filter by the little drop down bar and go by last five games. One thing I will say on this is um, James Tavernier for them is a huge part of what they do. Yeah. So if we got, yeah, we need shots. one range of player anyway. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced on any of the midfielders. Yeah, yeah, go with them. Then. Go so with I might them. go with him and Simica. Yeah, yeah, I okay. reckon so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, bold. Oh, this is no one else is doing this. I mean, yeah. I mean, Matip's more than capable of scoring from any anywhere, anywhere. There's mad runs, but yeah. I yeah. think Simica's delivery, hopefully, okay. and he's just corners. guaranteed starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so move on to midfield. We don't think Fabinho's going to start, <laughs> do we? So he's not involved in the conversation. We've got our range of players. Don't have to worry about any of them. I think Elliot does start. Okay. I think Elliot does. Because if, if Fabinho doesn't, Henderson automatically goes into the I mean, six. Listen, there's every much. chance Fabinho starts. Just, you know, we've been talking about yeah. it. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, I think Elliot and uh, Thiago. I think that's, I know, like you said, another tapping, really. Okay. Thiago, okay. That's fine. Why is Thiago like a red at the bottom? Why oh, I know he's got a little thing next. I don't know. I was, I was trying to work that out for my team. I've no idea. Don't worry about it. Didn't do anything, is he? No, that's to my knowledge. I mean, he is is constantly on the cusp of being. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's (laughs) it. Just a little reminder. You know, this is Thiago. (laughs) There's a good chance he will be injured at some point. Are you sure you want to put Thiago in your team? Okay, so Andy, two forwards. Uh, Mo. Yeah, well, we've got choice now. All of a sudden, there's a good chance. I mean, I was I did some film with the uh, the Premier League at the weekend, and the, the lads on the shoot were going. I need to do me fancy football. Who's going to start? And I was like, Diaz is nailed on to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would go, I captain Jota, of course. Uh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Took him off. Took it off Erling Haaland. What a belt! <laughs> oh, um, oh my but uh, wow. it goes to prove that Liverpool have got choices. So. Jota, Salah, Diaz, you would say, is our strongest one, but Nunes, Bobby Firmino, goal machine. I think the one we can safely say is Salah, Yeah, personally. I think outside of that, there's a conversation. Um, I actually don't, I wouldn't like to put money on the central option, so I might go Diaz thinking he will definitely start. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a more of a banker than it. Because I don't know about the other three. I couldn't. I, I mean, it could be it's Nunes or Jota in it, but it's literally 50 50 on who's going to. Firmino get the rest? I think I think so. With Arsenal coming up at the at the weekend, Definitely interesting, Arsenal, interesting. Yeah. interesting. Right. Fill, and then the fill, fill your bench out with uh, with Rangers players. Alan McGregor is. Wow, forty one. Yes. Alan McGregor sub goalie there. Um, yeah, as I say, if you are on YouTube uh, watching this, then you can scan the QR code on screen uh, to download the BetMate app. Or when you sign up, if you use code REDMEN5, R-E-D-M-E-N and the number 5, uh, you'll get £5 in free bets, uh, which allow you to enter one of our leagues for completely free. The pot is 500 uh, If you want to just scroll down and save your team yeah, as well. Oh, sorry, wait, wait, pick your captain and your vice. Oh, yes. Yeah, Unless you made up with the idea of uh, Thiago. And well, I believe you've done that this week, haven't you? Yeah. Yes, out of pure spite and bloody mind. We'll come to that in a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, Salah's, Salah's, Salah's captain, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Captain. So and double then, points for the captain, yeah, I believe. Yeah, 1.5 yeah. points times points for vice captain. Yeah. Okay, save that. 
Yeah, Salah and Diaz as captain and vice. Good choices. Right, there we go. It's locked in. Right, okay, cool. Let's have a look then at what um, me, Chris and Steve have gone with for our teams this week then. There's mine. Alisson, uh, Costas and Trent Alexander-Arnold. I've gone for Thiago and Lundström in midfield uh, and Jota and Salah up front. Now, I did forget to change my captain and vice and then Steve pointed it out and unfortunately because it's a, it's, it's a, it's a weakness of mine where like kind of being told to do something makes me not want to do it. <laughs> um, so I might have to kind of, I might be in a bit of trouble here. So I've, I'm sticking with that. What you can do is you can change your team right up to, I think it's like 10 minutes before kickoff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when the team news comes out and someone's not playing, you can alter your team by all means. Anyway, let's have a look at what um, the other lads have done as well. There's Stacey, he's got Alisson, Costas, Van Dijk. He's gone for Lundstrom as well and Elliot in midfield. Salah captain, Diaz, Vice, and Pajak um, is Alisson, Costas, Van Dijk. He's gone for Elliot and Jack in midfield. Uh, you'll tell, you can tell how much I know about Rangers by the fact that I've not said anyone's first names when I've mentioned the players. <laughs> Darwin Nunes and Diogo. You've gone Darwin Nunes, captain. It's a bold strategy Huge. from Chris Pajak. Let's see if this one pays off. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, right. What do we? Um, what do we think? What's your eleven going to be for this one then, Mick? Ah, oh, know where to start. Uh, yeah. So obviously, Ali and goal. I'm undecided on Trent, you know, but I, th- I think Klopp. I, th- I think I I wouldn't start Trent, but I think Klopp will. Uh, so I think he'd go Trent, uh, Trent Matip, Van Dijk, uh, Simakas, Elliot, Henderson, Thiago. Then I think he goes Diaz, uh, Diaz, Nunes, Salah. Diaz, Nunes, Salah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm in agreement with the rest. Though I might go with Joe Gomez. Over Matip, Matip. Perhaps, okay. yeah, just a rotation wow. thing more than anything else. Okay. Yeah, um, I've not even thought about that as a, as a, as a thing. Yeah, we've got to remember <laughs> yeah. that, haven't we? That we can't just play Joel Matip. But that's I know, yeah, I know, yeah. I'd like to, going back to what I said earlier in terms of asking the same players to go because not playing very well, but at the same time, maybe a little bit of caution. And I think that's Joe Gomez for Matip. Um, up front, I would be Nunes. I quite like what Chris has done there, um, mm-hmm. captain him in terms of that, because I would be Nunes because I think. Similar to, again to what I said about Trent, you kind of need to play him into form and just get him going and get him yeah. up and running. I'm there with him now, so I'd be Diaz, Nunes, Salah, and the rest would be the same. Yeah, Henderson, Elliot. I'm, I'm really gutted about not playing Fabinho. Yeah, I'm gutted about that. Like, I the thing is, him and Henderson have got to rotate, and we saw that at the back end of last season, and that's where we're at now. If we're playing two games, we're playing a game every three point three days. It's mental, yeah. and we don't have another one. There are two DMs. Everyone else is a step down. They're like, hey, you can break glass and throw Milner in there. Mm. Oh, I mean, and you could put Thiago. There's, op- there's lads you can play there, but for one game. But if you don't manage Fabinho and Henderson correctly, you're going to be playing someone in there for five or six games, yeah. and that's what we want to avoid at all costs. So I, I, I mean, obviously Arthur's been built of this, but he's again, he's five foot nothing. Doesn't know look know like mean? he's ready for that, does he? In any no, way, shape, or form. Exactly. Yeah. I think there's something to. Um, I think the I think Trent will start. I think yeah. obviously Costas will start. I I like the Matip shout, but I wonder whether you've got Gomez on the bench there, and you hopefully you've got Canate, mm-hmm. and I would be looking to maybe take Matip out, or you're saying if Canate's ready, I'd like him to start against. I'd like him to start against Arsenal at the weekend. Okay, yeah. It's just whether he needs game a game or a little bit of a run out before yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. If he's ready. 
I'd, if he's ready to start, actually probably start him for this one, and then you've got a choice between him or Matip for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And then Gomez is there to give Trent a bit of a rest toward the back end of yeah. the game. Yeah. I would stick with what we've been talking about. I'll leave Fabinho out of this one. I'll leave him out, out of 60. He'll come on on 60 for Henderson for me. Mm-hmm. Thiago nailed on. Harvey will start if that's the case. Yeah. But then it's, where's Artur? And is he then, because ideally he should be the navigator sub, and that is he comes on for Thiago yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, and then you can shuffle the pack a little bit. Maybe, you know, you can bring Fabinho in and then you finish with Fabinho. Oh, God, Artur. Milner. <laughs> I'm starting Jotter up front. Um, oh, yeah. I just don't think I don't think Nunes should be starting games of football for us. I just don't think he's there. Not when you've got Jotter who's guaranteed goals mm-hmm. and he looks we look a better team with him on the pitch than no, with him not fair. on the pitch. Yeah. Um, Bobby will be a bit gutted, but again, this is ro- this is rotation, this is what it is to have a to have a squad. Um let us know what your eleven is in the comment section underneath I think Page X doing the, the start eleven show later on so you can get involved with that as well. Uh, we're a brief look at the other Champions League fixtures going on this week. So uh, early kickoff on Tuesday, Bayern uh, host Victoria Plitzen uh, and Marseille host Sporting. They're the quarter to six kickoffs. Uh, again tomorrow Porto Leverkusen and Club Bruges Atletico Madrid, Ajax Napoli, Eintracht Frankfurt versus Tottenham. Fascinating to see where Spurs are at in that one. Uh, Inter Barcelona has a lot of juice to it, doesn't it? Just mm-hmm. uh, and then of course us Rain on Wednesday, Salzburg host Zagreb, uh, Leipzig host Celtic, Chelsea host AC Milan. If they can't win, that'd be, I'd, I'd, that's going to be really interesting for me, Dan, because I think we showed last year that there's a like, there's a gulf in class mm-hmm. between the top end of the Premier League and the top end of Serie A, but. Chelsea are in a bit of a mess like us we've already seen how that can be closed very quickly when the team are, are, are flying and really in form mm-hmm. Chelsea very much need to win that but Potter's got any one game worth one of game. Champions League yeah. experience under the spell today. yeah 100% they, they can't afford any slip ups can they very similar to us in, in either competition really um, they need to get their own season up and running they've had a a bigger sort of change in us quite clearly because of the managerial situation as well but yeah they're another one and they're just not quite finding a way even over the weekends if they obviously get the last minute winner with Conor Gallagher an absolute world of a goal but in terms of performances they're not putting anything together like they have done over the last few years and we're in a similar boat so yeah that's a huge game for them yeah uh, Juventus Maccabi Haifa Real Madrid Shakhtar Donetsk Sevilla Dortmund Benfica PSG and Man City versus Copenhagen Man City versus three comfortable points um, <laughs> <laughs> right Liverpool Rangers want some score predictions before we head out Mick what do you think uh, I just want I just want some clean sheets in my life. To be fair, um, lovely. But I just can't see it. <laughs> I just can't see it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. Liverpool to concede first, and <sighs> hopefully not. Uh, I mean, I just I just keep going three-one every game. But yeah. then it's like we we just we're bound to concede. But it just depends what Rangers turn up and decide they want to do. Do they want to sit back, which would be mad, or do they want to try and try and attack us and try and score some goals, which is probably the best thing to do at the minute. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd take a three-one, but I'd, I'd absolutely love a three-nil. Yes. Yeah, I think Rangers will come and play because they haven't got anything to lose, and that's their style. They're used to doing that in Scotland. They dominate most games up there, so I don't think that will change um, in terms of the way they try and approach the game. They're actually struggling a little bit themselves for an identity at the minute. They're not quite sure where they're at. So 
I think we will actually do a bit of a number on them. I think things might just click. But God, I've been saying that for a long time. Um, <laughs> 3-0 Liverpool, I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I think it'll be 3-1, but it's whether we score, whether they score first or last. Because I just... we. I, I want us, what I want more than anything is just to win a, a football match, just to, to be a football game. Stop having everything be a fucking huge drama. Mm-hmm. Just score enough goals that you can relax, and then the team are dead and buried. But my only thing with Rangers is that I think we we might this might be that game, but I don't see that they turn off at any points. No. And I wonder whether we've got what it takes to go all the way to the ninety. That'll be a big one, a big tester for us. Is that you know get the goals required to have that potential comfortable victory but can you then dig in and make sure you get over the line because that clearly didn't happen against Brighton at the weekend that'll be the new test um, I hope it's 3 you know, but I have a feeling I agree I think I have a feeling it'll be 3-1 uh, let us know what your score prediction is if you're live with us on YouTube use the comments section underneath uh, if you want to check us out elsewhere you can do uh, always you can get our free content on podcasting apps as well and if you want extra content uh, podcast videos documentaries all that good stuff go to redmanplus.com club legend of course rented into the prize draws that we mentioned already um, and yeah we've got loads of amazing stuff lined up if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel let's get to half a million and then we can have a big party and all will be well and hopefully the Liverpool will do the business as well because let's be honest life is just fucking miserable when they don't um, gents thank you absolute pleasure uh, as always thank you so much for joining us you guys are amazing uh, we love you and we love the support that you give us uh, let's all channel that towards the Reds on Tuesday night smack Rangers everywhere and then go and kick Arsenal's ass. yeah if you want more an extra Red Men podcast each and every week but you're unsure what the best platform for it well the best platform is of course redmenplus.com but if you are absolutely married to Spotify if you cannot live without Spotify in your life you can get the Red Men Plus podcast there now simply search for us on there sign up through there and you'll be able to access all of the new weekly podcasts from Red Men Plus directly in your Spotify app